Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? <laughs> My name is Quincy. Tonight, my name is Quincy, and this is my show. And yes, I'm meeting you with a view to a kill. Now, tonight we are discussing the new age of hunting, the power of a person's name, James Harden's spending habits, and if we have time, a relationship question from a Facebooker. But before I get started, let me do a little show maintenance and explain how this show works. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice, chat, or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Now, unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, sports, celebrities, current events, and more. This show is very informal by design because my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random but relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to mix it up with my show legends is 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at talk to q Now, there isn't a live tweet chat tonight, but you can still ask questions or make comments on tonight's show by using hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live tonight, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. 
Maintenance complete. T2Q Radio Show number 479 starts right after after a word from the award-winning Australian author Truth Devour and from Liquid Life Diet Drops. From the Enigma series comes the contemporary romantic trilogy by author Truth Devour. Wanton, the winner of the L.A. Book Festival Romance category, is the first book in the trilogy that will get your heart pumping from the start. This is no ordinary love story. Its depth of range eloquently transitions moods from sexually electrifying to nostalgic to existential. An unforgettable journey which will leave you pleasurably aching for more. If it feels so good loving the wrong person, imagine how wonderful it's going to be when you love the right one. Now is your time. Truth Devour. www.truthdevour.com Congratulations on your decision to achieve a healthier lifestyle and seek optimum health. It's a noble and wise goal that will help you live a longer and healthier life. Liquid Life Drops are made from high quality and completely natural ingredients that work along with your body's natural processes to help you feel better. Our product is non-homeopathic and in liquid form. It contains no hormones and is 100% safe. It has a very pleasant taste and is sweetened with stevia. Liquid Life Drops has a variety of health benefits. Not only do they make you feel great, they also support maintaining weight and weight loss if you need to lose a few pounds. Please contact us at www.liquidlifedrops.us if you have any questions. We are here for you and success. All right. My thanks to truthdevour.com and liquidlifedrops.us for being sponsors of tonight's Talk to Q radio show. Okay. Now, I don't understand modern-day hunters. Some of them do it the old-fashioned way, but new schoolers have extreme measures of taking down animals they hunt. Is it really hunting if the animals don't stand a chance against their stalkers. I mean, I remember how older generations of hunters would go out with their guns and hunting and hunting dogs to track and catch their prey. Today's generation of hunters take a different approach. I mean, is it fair to the animals? I mean, why not just go to the zoo and shoot the animals in the cages? Uh, okay, maybe not that extreme, but you get the point. That's my searchforithere.com main topic on tonight's Talk to Q radio show. And I'm going to go to the phones and welcome in from the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida. Bring on Buck. Buck, what's going on? What up? How's everybody doing this evening? Doing well, man. It's just me and you to kick things off so far. So we'll go ahead All and right. get right to it. 347-202-0215 is the number. And Buck, have you ever been hunting before? And even if you haven't, what's your opinion of it? Well, I haven't had to the, the luxury um, to go hunting yet. Um, that's something that's on my bucket list is actually go hunting. Um, however, I know the difference between the way people used to hunt compared to the way they do it now. Um, back in the day, like you said, you know, they used dogs. Um, they had little, you know, their own little gimmicks and things that, you know, that they did to 
you know, make hunting special. And so that way they can get their prey. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but at the same time, you know, it was it was the thrill of the hunt. It was waking up early, you know, sitting in your deer stand or, you know, going out the field for the turkey or the wild hog or, what, you know, whatever the, you know, whatever the prize may be. And hunting back in the day was for survival. You didn't just go out just to be, you know, hanging a deer head on the wall. If you did hang a deer head on the wall, the rest of the meat was put in the freezer for the winter. So in today's time, hunting is different. It's more like a sport. It's not really, I mean, well, I guess I'd say in the South they still kind of hunt for food and things of that nature because, I mean, down here when you go to parties, you still get deer steaks, you know, and all kinds of deer stuff and wild hogs at big parties and stuff like that. But in today's time, it's more for sport because, they're you know, they're killing, they're not using all the the meat. They just maybe cut off the head and they'll give, you know, they may just leave the body right there where it's at. It's strange now. Um, just try out a gun. They'll just shoot something, leave it. They won't even go pick it up. And that's the part that I don't understand about hunting in today's time. Okay. All right. Let me uh, go back to the phone lines, to the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, and bring on my man Ray. Ray, what's happening? What's up, Q? What's up, Book? How y'all doing tonight? Doing well, man. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I'm sneaking a peek at this game, man, of Golden State and caught fire. So, uh, yes, indeed. All right. All right, Ray, I mean, have you ever been hunting, and, and what's your opinion of it, even if you haven't? Well, I've never been hunting, but I'm not against hunting because, you know, it, it's it's a good activity. I just wouldn't go because, you know, you never know where the shots is coming from. <laughs> and, you know, my dad always say, well, you know, guys on this side or know that the guys on the other side and all that, I ain't going on that shit. So it's kind of like, you know, I wouldn't want to do it unless I was on my own land and I know there ain't nobody out there with who I'm hunting with. Right. But you, you should have the right to hunt animals if you want. And if you don't kill a certain amount of animals, it'll be too many, you know, animals all over the place. Overpopulation. So, overpopulation, exactly. So, you know, it's good for a lot of things. I mean, people kill for a lot of different things, furs and, like they were saying, uh, head ornaments and all types of things. Some yeah, that's what I was going to that's why I was going to ask you, do you think it's wrong to hunt if you're eating what you catch, or, you know, is it wrong if you're just doing it for sport? I mean, it, it might be, but it's not so wrong that, you know, people should really stop doing it. I mean, if I was in uh, the business of, you know, skinning certain uh, animals and getting their fur and getting thousands of dollars for it, you know, how can you knock a person for that? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I really don't, don't have a problem with it. Okay. But how do you feel about that, man? If you if you do it strictly for sport, 
is it wrong? Like you said, you know, you're not using the meat. My thing is this, you know, I'm old school when it comes to come to things like this, and I believe if you, you're killing something, you know, I think even if it's a sport, I think you need to utilize the meat, you know, or utilize, you know, utilize the, you know, all parts of the body, you know, for, you know, a good good purpose. I have a problem with it if you just do it for sport because, to me, today's society, I mean, even if you're healthy, you know, there are some struggles from a financial standpoint. And, you know, even if you're fishing, you know, I, I remember when I was a kid, they used to have a problem with um, people catching fish and throwing throwing it back. Uh-huh. But, you know, but, you know, I, it, as you grow older and understand and realize, you know, those, those fishermen that do these fishing shows and they put the fish back, you know, they're trying to look out for future generations. So, you know, I don't... You know, and like Ray said, understand if you were fishing or hunting or whatever, for, oh, from an over, overpopulation standpoint, understand that part. But if you're just doing it for sport just to, you know, add another trophy to the trophy case, you don't use the meat. You got the whole, you know, you go in some of these people's houses and they got the, you know, a whole hog sitting there and they got another hog back here in the in the office. They got a hog over here and, you know, in the, you know, in the man cave and all that. I have a problem with it. So you 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 wouldn't approve of um, safari hunting, like hunting for um, lions and elephants and stuff. You know, people ain't gonna eat. No, I'm not because simply because we already know that lions and elephants are already endangered. So I'm not I'm not cool with that safari hunting stuff. Ray, what about you? Those are. I say, I mean, I don't think you should just kill things just to be killing it or killing it for sport. I mean, if you out getting some money behind it and not saving money is everything, but you do need to live, and you know you had a business doing it, I would look at it like it's the worst thing in the world. I mean, I was talked to an animal activist or something, and they was just explain, you know, this is becoming extinct or this or that. I may care a little bit more, but, you know, it, it shouldn't be that I don't really have nothing against hunting for sports. That's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. I mean, because technically that's what guns are supposed to be for, you know. But if we tell the truth about it, we got more people. So, you know. That's what it's supposed to be for all about the sport of hunting and whatnot. Okay. All right, three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number on the Talk to Q Radio show. Brought to you by TruthDevour dot com. Let me go to the back to the seven three two area code to Jersey and welcome on Amanda. Amanda, how are you? I'm good, Q. How are you? And Buck, Ray. I'm doing well. And Amanda, do you have a problem with safari hunting, hunting lions, tigers, and bears? Absolutely. Um, I feel like it shouldn't be done because these animals. This is. I'm I'm on I'm on buck side with this. I feel like you should hunt animals that you can actually eat. You should shoot something if you're if you're using it for food or if you're protecting yourself. I don't feel like you should just go out and shoot an animal for sport. Um, I, I think it's I think it's cool. 
So especially, especially in the sense of you're going on a safari and you're hunting these animals that you're not going to eat. You're killing them for no reason. They're not bothering you. So, I, yeah, I, I totally don't agree with that. Okay. All right. And some people, yeah, they shoot them, take their pictures with them, and I don't even know if they even take them with them, you know, or what they do. I'm not sure now since you have people that take pictures so often, but... But what about the type of weapon that's being used? I mean, is using an assault rifle or automatic weapons okay to you? Or do you have more respect for the primitive hunters? Well, everybody, when it comes to a weapon, everybody has their preference. So, I mean, in in yesterday's time, you know, back in the day, you know, good old Smith & Wesson shotgun or, you know, 12-gauge or, you know, something like that, you know, go out there and you go hunt, you know. Or, you know, if you're more, in more primitive times, so or even in some, t- you know, depending on if you can pull the trigger or not, you use a high-powered bow or a crossbow even, you know, just depending on what you, you know, what your preference is. Now, you know, when you hunt, I mean, you, everybody has their preference. My dad actually has a set, and you've probably seen it. Um, he's got one of them seven and, a, seven and a quarter inch Big, you know, one of these big cannons, you know, that uh, one of these Clint Eastwood guns. That's what he usually goes hunting with. Um, I don't even know how his little ass can hold that big son of a bitch, but he can do it. But um, <clears throat> the thing is, everybody got their own preference. Now, I guess it really doesn't matter if you're hunting what you use. But my, like, like I said again, when it comes to the sports hunting, people are using some very, very high power stuff. That I mean. Yeah, think about think about it like this: You sport sport hunting, you're using something that was probably going to destroy the meat anyway. You know, um, with these high power, you know, rifles that they they have in today's time and ARs mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. You're right. not going to be able to salvage the meat. You know, if you were if you on a regular hunt and you shoot with something like that, unless the bullet is, you know, so contained where it's just going to make a small hole and. That way you can utilize the meat. That's one thing. But when you're sport hunting, you, all that goes out the window. So even if you were thinking about doing it, you can't because now you got all the shrapnel in the body. You don't want to eat that. So, you know, like I said, you know, when you're sport, sport uh, hunting, it just kind of messes things up. And understand, like, we have, you know, you want to keep an ecosystem intact. But that's what Mother Nature's for. That's not, you know, we don't need – we've taken out so many animals for no reasons here in you know, throughout the world and future generations can't, you know, take it you know, take advantage of seeing these types of animals. They can only see them in encyclopedias and computers. So, you know, I just have a problem with, you know, the sport hunting side of it because it just, you know, you really can't utilize any any part of the carcass, you know, because you're doing okay. you know, you such high power. All right. So uh, let's talk about how some of these people do hunt the animals. And, Ray, I mean, is it fair game to leave? You know, some people, what they'll do, they'll find a spot where they're going to have um, their deer stand, and they'll leave corn out there for deer all year long. So in, in the off season, they keep feeding the deer. They go out there every week. They leave corn so the deer gets used to coming there to eat. And then when deer season opens up, they put the corn out there, sit in the tree, and when the deer shows up, they blow his head off. Now, is that really hunting to you, or is that just sniping? Oh, that's hunting. I mean, 
<laughs> you know, if you going you gonna eat the meat, you know, it shouldn't be a problem with that. I mean, I know for you know, I've been in two or three wrecks involving deer. So, you uh-huh. know, one in Mississippi, matter of fact, totaled my car out when I was in college. And the thing is, is I mean, they're running across the road. So, you know, it comes with territory. I mean, if you go hunt, you're going to kill something. So the reason that you're killing them, whether you've eaten them or you've, um, you know, looking to make a profit off of them, it's it's pretty much the same. You know, I mean, you might look at it different because you don't have to eat the meat. The vegetarian say, "Oh, why eat the meat?" Uh-huh. So everybody's going, everybody's going to have some kind of problem. But you know, hey, it's a market out there for it. You know, would I take an animal out if there's only ten in the world? It depends on how much they want for them. <laughs> you know? They owe you a million dollars or something. He's the last one on earth. I'm not his head off. You know, he just ain't going to see no more of it. You know what I mean? But, damn. Damn. Are <laughs> you saying, right? So take a picture of him because this is it. They're going to get video. <laughs> hey, if, that, if that's the last one, I ain't the only one killing him. <laughs> Right. So Amanda, how do you feel about that? I mean, um is is baiting the animals essentially the same as going to the zoo and shooting in the cages? I mean, is it is it really considered hunting if you're putting food out there to lure the animal in and blow his head off? I think it's still considered hunting. I I was sitting here thinking because I I was laughing. I feel like the hunter is actually kind of clever for doing that because you have to you have to really put forth a lot of effort to do that if you're going mm-hmm. out there you know all the time to you know to make sure that there's food there then you're you're actually it's almost like you're courting the animal for the death you know i wish eminem was on here because i'm pretty sure he would somehow equate this to dating so <laughs> i feel like it's <laughs> it's you and know right. kind of yeah so it's it's kind of like that you know so i it's I, w- I would say it's clever. It's not the it's not the most uh, it's not maybe not the traditional way to hunt, but I still consider it to be uh, legitimate. Okay, all right. And uh, I, I I I don't know. I think it's a little cheap. I mean, I guess it depends on what you're trying to do it for. If you're trying to put meat on the table, then by any means necessary, it's cheaper than the grocery store. But uh, for these guys that put this stuff on their wall and talk about, oh, I shot seven deer this year. I'm like, well, man, I mean, did you really hunt them or did you just feed them until they're too fat to run and shoot that blow the head off? So I don't know. But what about um, but what about using radar to fish? You know, there's some people who use radar to find the fish in the lake and then, or I guess you say sonar, to find the fish in the lake and then they fish in that spot to catch them. Well, I mean, I don't Does see a problem. Is that No, I don't think so. Um, I don't. I don't think it's cheap to feed the feed the deer either. I mean, it's just. I think, even back in primitive times, I mean, you see all the things that I mean. If you watch any of these survivor shows, 
when they're trying to figure out, you know, they don't have any food or water or anything like that, they kind of go back to some of the, you know, the snares and things of that nature <coughs> to, you know, <coughs> excuse me, um, you know, snare snare something to eat. Um, so I don't see, you know, if using radar or sonar or whatever to find a good fishing hole, I don't see that. You know, that's not really – that's just raising the odds for you. I don't see it hurting, you know, hurting hunting at all. Okay. And uh, I don't know. Again, like I said, I kind of feel some kind of way about it. But, I mean, I don't – I wouldn't make a big deal out of it. It's just I just can't give people a lot of credit when they want to brag on what they did, I guess. But So let, let's talk. Huh? Well, let, me, let me ask you a question this. I mean, being that, that you in the South, what's the difference between a farmer killing all these cows and somebody actually hunting? And they well, ain't I mean, all that me either. If he's hanging cow heads on the wall and bragging about how many cows he bagged, and I'm like, man, whatever. You grew those in your backyard. Oh, if, you, if you sell them to the slaughterhouse or whatever you do it, you're still killing them. I mean, if you're making money from it, I don't. I mean, that's fine. I don't have a problem with what you do if you're making money. I, I'm talking about the people who like to brag on how many they kill. I mean, because you have people who have like old school hunters who have gone their entire life and never shot, never killed a deer. You know, because it's difficult to kill a deer if you're, you know, as far as primitive hunting and things go of that nature. But then you have other people who may shoot seven or eight a year, and they make a big deal out of it like they're better than someone else when they're basically just lining up the deer and shooting them. And I don't see what's impressive about it. There, to me, there's nothing impressive about putting food out in your yard, and when something comes along, you shoot it. <laughs> so... I mean, so that's that's how I'm talking about. I'm not talking about as far as food or or money or anything like that. If you're making money off of it, then by all means, you know, do what you need to do. I'm more or less talking about the sportsman. But let me um, go to the 248 area code outside the Motor City of Detroit and bring on Crystal. Crystal, how are you? Thank you. How are you? Hello, everyone. I'm doing well. And Crystal, let's talk about PETA. The uh, what is it? People for Ethical Treatment of Animals, or I think that's what it stands for. How do you feel about them and their efforts to save wildlife? I mean, overall, do you think they're doing a good thing, or are they just? I mean, we always hear the bad side about them. Well, I believe um, their intentions are good, and for the most part, you know, they're doing good. It's just that you know they're they're a bunch of zealots. They look crazy. So um, they go overboard, you know, just like people who are vegans, you know, this is like the extreme. And um, I'm sure most of the PETA people are vegans, so it all goes together. You know, I just think it's a little extreme, and they do get a little crazy. And to me, they're just um, to blame as, you know, the people who are so-called, you know, wearing fur or whatever, real fur. Mm -hmm. I mean, to come up to somebody and throw blood on them or to throw um, flour on them is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I think it's stupid, and um, I, I, just think, I, I don't think that has anything to do with animal rights. I think it's just ridiculous, you know, just trying to get headlines or whatever, so... 
Yeah, I can only imagine what would happen to people I know if you walked up on them and threw something on their clothes, especially a fur. Those things are, like, stupid expensive. Well, that's their whole point, yeah. If they want to ruin it for you. Oh, man. Good gracious. Boy, it'd be a beat down. But, uh, Amanda, how do you feel about PETA? Um, I feel like, I'm, you know, um, I think that sometimes they can be a little a little extreme and harsh, and sometimes it always feels like they're ready to, to you know, speak out on a million different things. But I think they have a purpose when it comes to protecting animals and and trying to, you know, they and I guess trying to get humans to realize that sometimes um, the treatment of animals, you know, we, we just always have this feeling, oh, you know, well, of course we wouldn't, you know, kill a puppy, but we'll go out there and kill a deer or kill a cow. Or, and I, I get where they're coming from. I mean, like I said, I don't have a problem with um, killing an animal for food, but I just, I feel like some, you know, some people can just really be, uh, just do it just to be killing an animal, like we were just talking about hunters who hunt for sport. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I think that I think that it's important to have them there for the protection of the animals, but I think sometimes things can get a little extreme with them. Okay. Right, man, uh, well, let me go back to Buck for a second. Buck, does it matter how they kill the animal? I mean, you know, when you hunt with a gun, for the most part, you take the animal out of their misery if you're a good shot. But uh, if you're using a bow and arrow or something like that, then, I mean, it can be a little more of a grueling death for the animal as they bleed or drown in their own blood. Uh, so does that make a difference as far as the type of weapon that people use, as far as you're concerned about it? No, not at all. Simply because, <coughs> excuse me, some, some people cannot use certain type of weapons. Um, like, um, I'll give you an example. If you have an you know, injury to your finger or something like that and you cannot use a regular pistol or a shotgun or something like that and the bow is, you know, crossbow is easier, then you use that. But I think, you know, in investments and in, in, in equipment and things of that, that nature, bows are almost just as effective killing an animal as a, as a gun. And yep. actually people are actually, people are using bows now you know, for, you know, house protection as well. Um, the arrows are really sharp. They're really quiet. Um, if you got a crossbow, you know, in a state where it's not illegal, but in most cases, in most states, uh, I think crossbows are illegal, but they're illegal if you cannot use a pistol. So, you know, they are, and a crossbow is lethal. So, they, you know, it really doesn't matter you know, as far as, you know, what you use to kill it. Okay. And um, I know of some people, they, they may have a preference as far as what they use. They, that makes a difference to them. Um, and with others, I, I know it's by any means necessary. So uh, I'm pretty sure PETA has their preference as well. They would rather it be quick, if at all. But, Okay, but animals being hunted, I mean, that's something that's been done since the dawn of man, and it's evolved over the years, and I do think that it may be easier now. It's definitely more expensive uh, to hunt now. It's very expensive, I mean, for ammo and everything like that. 
Now, um, I remember going hunting when I was younger. My father took me rabbit hunting when I was about 12 or so. And, uh, I mean, it was fine for the first few minutes, but as, you know, 12, I got bored because um, it's a little different for me than it was for him when he was 12 because they were hunting to eat a lot of the times. For me, I was just out there. Uh, so I, I, know, I realize that things are different, and now uh, it's just one of those deals where technology does make it a lot more simple and it's easy to at least have an opportunity. It's still not going to guide your hand to shoot. Uh, well, then again, I take that back. you got laser scopes now, but it does make it a lot easier to target and make your kill, so to speak. But let me ask you this. As far as, um, you know, people are animals, too. Uh, Crystal, let me go with you. I don't know if you watch a lot of action movies, but what's your favorite movie in which people are being hunted? <laughs> well, people are being hunted. Um, I guess I can think of Predator. Predator, that's oh, that's one a good where, one. Yeah, yeah, where people are being hunted. Um, uh, that's what's one that comes to mind right offhand. I'm sure there's, that's there's a good plenty one. more. I got but, one. But, uh, yeah. I, mean, I love ahead, action but... movies, but yeah, go okay. ahead. Mine, mine is Hard Target because uh, that was a great movie. That was Van Damme. Own right. Yeah, Van Damme. That was one of his best movies, in my opinion. And you know, the people actually being hunted. Um, so that was pretty cool. I mean, I, I, I liked. You know, I, I can watch that movie a thousand times. So. Okay, Ray, Amanda, what about you? Uh... Does the Equalizer count? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. They were, well, they were looking for him, but I don't know. That, that's not quite what I was looking for. But I yeah, that's really what I think, think of. of. I think of those kind of movies. Yeah, but I guess that's not right. Yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I was, I was saying, you know, if it's gonna be hunting, you hunting whatever, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. equalizing good one. I mean, hell, you know, I was gonna go all the way left with it and say, "Boys in the Hood." <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, because they were working him at the end, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, Let me yeah. go to the, the 601 and bring on my man Eminem down in Jackson, Mississippi. Jackson, I mean, Eminem was going on. Uh, hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? What up? You had, you had one, right? No, I'm just, you know, I'm serious. Oh. I see boys in the hood. Okay. Eminem, what's the best movie you can think of where they were hunting um, people? Uh, I got two of them, man. Both of them on two ends of the spectrum. Uh, the first one come to mind is War of the Worlds. I don't know if y'all saw that, but that's the ultimate yeah. hunting movie. That was and, good. Uh, and then the other one was like uh, in a different way, like Rosewood. So that was a good one too, because they were out in the woods trying to get away. Uh, right. That's a good one. So that's a good one. Uh, the one that comes to me comes um, to my mind is Surviving the Game. Uh, where they had homeless people that they were letting loose in the woods, and these wealthy businessmen were shooting oh, at them. Oh yeah, ice, with ice was on that, right? Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. That was and, pretty uh, what good. What about anybody say uh, body snatchers? Remember that old one from the '79? I remember. 80? Yeah. And then you had the Running Man, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, where they had the little game show, and uh, Jim Brown was in it. Jesse the Body Ventura. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, a good one. Yeah. Then you got yeah. V. Y'all remember V? 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like V that. was pretty good. So I mean, you had some pretty good ones where people are being hunted. Yeah, I can say ain't no fun when a rabbit got the gun. Right. Then but, uh, uh, what's the one Will Smith was in? Um, damn. Uh, Enemy of the state. No. Uh-uh, no, it wasn't iRobot, it was another one. He was like the last person on Earth or some shit. I Am uh, Legend. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, all right. That's cool. So, we're ready to move on to the next topic by searchforithere.com. Uh, just a quick topic. Talking about this guy, you know, stereotyping and racial profiling is something that's common. But there was a, a Oregon teacher who is white who said that he can relate to some of the struggles because of his not-so-white name. This is a white teacher whose birth name is Jamal Allen. Allen. Uh, he said he's been a victim of racism <laughs> and stereotyping throughout his life. He said, for example, the reaction of most people when they meet him for the first time is, you don't look like a Jamal, in which he says, well, how does one look like a name? You know, Easy. Uh, so he was his dad was a big Lakers fan and named him after uh, Jamal Wilkes, <laughs> the UCLA guy that used to rock out with Magic in his early career. And uh, idiot. So, <laughs> I mean, how do you feel? And I'll start with you, Crystal. Uh, I mean, <laughs> do you feel like it, I'm commentating? <laughs> yeah, do you feel like it's wrong because? He was given a name that's that's normally known as a black name. Well, do you think it should not matter? You should give a kid name whatever you want. Oh Lord, it does matter. I'm sorry, and it's so funny because my um my daughter is now newly dating some guy named Jamal, and is I already right? pictured him in my no, he's not. And I um I pictured him in my head immediately when she said the name. I mean. Because it's just like if you use someone's name Bonquisha or something like that or something <laughs> Latika. I mean, you would immediately think of the name, even though a lot of those names are Russian. It's so funny. Um, Nikita and those kind of names, they're actually, mm-hmm. you know, Yugoslavian or whatever. But they have been, you know, taken by the African-American culture, so a lot of them name them that, just like Maria. You think that's obviously a Hispanic girl. I was going to name my daughter Heather, actually, and her loser father, um, <laughs> that was his actual name, actually, uh, he um, he said, no, 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 we're not going to name her Heather because that sounds like a white girl. I was like, oh, fine. Duh, you so I, I named her Jasmine, which, I don't know, then there's like a million Jasmines now. But, you know, I mean, it does. It does speak to who you are. And I think parents should think about that when they name their child. And um, and I wanted to make sure that her name was spelled correctly and not J-A-Z-M-E-N or some kind of bullshit like that. <laughs> I the actual spelling of the flower, which is Jasmine, you know. So, I mean, but I had to think about that. And I didn't want to name my child something that was too common or whatever or too, I don't know. You, but you do. I mean, if you name a white guy Jamal, just like if you name a white guy, what's some other, just any name, Tyrone, it's like, of course he's black. I mean, who else has named that? I mean, think about Dwayne Johnson. That, if that's a black name, if I ever heard of a black name, I mean, damn, Dwayne? 
That's I thought he was like kind of black. black. He is black. I know, but I'm just saying that's a black name. Yeah, he is black. Uh, well, half black. But you know, that's um, that's a black name. Those are black names. So, and I'm sorry, and maybe that's racist or whatever. But that's just yeah. You're racist, is. Krista. You know, well, whatever. It's easier that way. I stereotype. <laughs> so. So if you hear about, about someone and his name, the dude named Muhammad, and you check him out and he's Asian, your head is just going to explode. And... Oh, my head is going to explode. Because if you're not um, Arabic, okay, or black, then why is your name Muhammad? <laughs> what the fuck? And, now, Amanda, uh, how do you I, feel about it? I mean, I, I understand where Crystal is coming from. I think that, uh, you know, Ray and I have talked about this as far as, you know, we don't, have children yet or none on the way or anything like that. But when we get to that point, it's like, okay, these are, we're on the same page with that. We want your child to have a, have a fair chance in life. You don't want to go do something too crazy, you know, but um, I, I read, I actually read the article about the, about the white guy named Jamal. And also like, I've, I think I've read something about, um, you know, white people with the last name Washington and, just the trouble that they have. So I think it's I think it's it's uh it's interesting to see it from that standpoint of a white person that has what's considered a traditionally black name or ethnic name and just the the hard time they may go through when it comes to job interviews and what have you. So yeah. I think that I mean, as long as you're not naming your child anything that is literally just offensive or just like why would you what were you thinking you know like a just name your child Hitler or something that's just you know that's <laughs> ridiculous but but uh, you have a right as a parent to name your child what you would like um some names may be sentimental to you you may be naming them after somebody in the family or whatever so I think that there's nothing wrong with that. However, you do have to realize that society will often judge them just based off their name. Right. So you have to keep that in mind when you're making that decision. I agree. And this guy said it actually helped him get a job once because they were some job he applied for, they were actually looking for more diversity. And when he showed <laughs> up and they saw he was white, they said they looked kind of shot like, who are you? Who um, are you and why are you here? Yeah. And I think he said something about he had, like, on his resume, something about he played basketball or he coached at something. So they were really yeah. looking for, like, for this tall black guy to come in. And I think he said, the lady said, oh, you're much shorter than I expected or something. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> right. You're a little whiter than I expected. So. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, I just thought that was kind of a, a funny story, but. All right, I gotta run you run something by you all. This comes from a Facebooker. I actually grabbed this from Doctor Fab's page, but it comes from someone that posted on her Facebook. And uh, Buck, I'll start with you, and then I'll go to Ray. This is the quote. This young lady said, "I'm 28. I've been married 10 years. I have an eight-year-old daughter. 18 months ago, I found out he was cheating on me. I wanted to take." I wanted to make our marriage work, so we tried counseling, but now that I'm not in shock, I don't want to be with him. I told him that I don't love him the way I used to, but now he's suffocating me. I can't forgive and forget. How can I break it off without hurting him? So, Buck, what do you think about that overall 
um, question, I guess. I mean, you can address any part of that if you want. But she got cheated on. She went to counseling, but she doesn't feel the same way, even though he's gotten better in their relationship. She doesn't want to be with him. So what's your take on things? You got to take a, an, an all-out approach on this. Um, and the approach you have to take is, regardless of the situation, um, whether they had counseling or whether they didn't have counseling, um, the one of the two people is, you know, is just not willing to get back with that person. <clears throat> Sometimes in life, you have to make sure, you know, you you're gonna you're gonna run across instances where the other person, you know, may do wrong on you, and regardless of you know how right the ship gets, you, you know, if it's meant for you to be with that person, you'll be with that person. He needs to not smother her and just back off and relax. And if it's meant to be, it'll come back around to you, and it'll be better than it ever was. And that's the approach you got to take to it. I don't have to, I don't have to say anything more than Ray, what do you think about it, man? Uh, as far as what, what, what should the I mean, guy you can, do? Or? No, the lady, I mean, you can answer. Her question is, how can she break it off without hurting her husband, you know, I guess he's a good guy now or whatever, but she doesn't love him anymore because things aren't the same for her. Nah, I mean, if if that's the case, it is no trying to spare his feelings because she don't want to be with him no more. She don't want to be with him no more. You know, there ain't no easy way to try to break it. You just go ahead and say what you got to say and let that be that. I mean... And the guy, he should be able to, you know, pick up all sides or whatever. If that's the way she wanted, then there's nothing he can do about that. That's why some mistakes you can't take back. I mean, you're supposed to have forgiveness and stuff like that. But, if you know, everybody's not like that. And to me, if somebody don't want to be with you, you're supposed to say, all right, well, it's what it is. You try it, you let right. it go. You know, not keep on trying to you know, win them back over and stuff like that. They're going to come around and come around. If they're not going to come around, I think you both should move on, you know. Okay. And Eminem, you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it, you know, it, 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 you know, with, 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 without two people on the same accord, you know, it ain't a relationship. It's just a ship, you know what I'm saying? So um, if if her mind is pretty much, you know, made up where it's just like, man, fuck this, you know, then uh, it don't matter what he do, it, you know, if if she's basically uh, not changing, you know, I guess there's nothing he can do. But now, what's 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 funny in, in the whole the whole scenario is that she don't want to hurt him or whatever. So I'm just like, well, that's kind of that's kind of odd because. It sounds like if normally somebody just like done with somebody, they don't give a shit. I mean, they don't really care about that kind of stuff, especially yeah. when it's a you know, when it's a uh, when it's a guy. So uh, that's kind of, I don't know. That's kind of a thing. Like you know, is she reacting on emotion, or is this that what she really mean? Because um, that's what I was going to ask about the situation, like. Why does she care so much about hurting him? I don't know. I guess because he's been doing well over the last 
18 months or I, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really give any details. Yeah, so. yeah. Now, you know that. You know, I can say, man. You know, I I know that. You know, it, it, you know, people try to be positive and shit, man. But all it is, she got somebody else. Hell, somebody else tapping that, and uh, you know, shit. Cause now she turned around and got her song on the side, and she ready to move on. And but now, I mean, that saying, might be the case. You know, he really trying now. So now she halfway feeling guilty. That's what that shit is. Because if she was Crystal, mad about it, she was like, man, fuck this dude, you know. Crystal, what do you think? Well, anytime you're trying to, you know, break things off or whatever, there's no way you cannot hurt somebody. So, you know, that's why, you know, honesty is always the best policy as far as I'm concerned when it comes to relationships, especially ending it or even beginning it. And you, you know, you just have to be honest about what you want, what you don't want, and, you know, move on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's better than bullshit because see, this is the problem. A lot of times, you know, people hold on to something for as long as they can, so they start lying about it just because, they, oh, I don't want to hurt you or I didn't want to hurt you, so I, that's why I lied for, you know, five more years. You know, and, and that's ridiculous. You know, you can't change what you feel. I mean, you you know, you are who you are, and it doesn't mean that the person is a bad person. It just means that it's time to move on. So if that's where she's at, then that's what she should do, period. And just move on with your life. Okay, Amanda, I'll let you have the last word on it. Um, you know, like the song says, breaking up is hard to do, pretty much like what Crystal just said. But, you know, this woman is like 28 years old, I think you said. She's young. She she shouldn't be in a relationship that she doesn't see any future in. Um, if these 18 months have gone by, and even if he was able to, you know, become a better man, if if he's not the man that she wants or things just aren't where she can reconcile in her heart and mind that that's who she wants to be with, she should move on. So, you know, it's no way not to hurt him because at this point he's put um, – supposedly put his past behind him and is trying to make things work. But if she's not happy, there's no need for her to continue to put years and years into the relationship only for, you know, more time to go by and sh- and she's not any any happier than she was, um, you know, right now. So I think she should yeah. just cut it loose. Okay. And, uh yeah, I don't think there's anything that she should necessarily just make a big deal out of. And I mean, even though maybe she's thinking because it's been 18 months and they haven't had any problems that somehow she owes him something since he's been doing well, supposedly. But I don't think she can worry about it. If she doesn't feel the same, she doesn't feel the same. And if she doesn't feel the same because of something that he did, then, I mean, she can't let that you know, make her feel guilty. She just needs to move on about her business, I guess, and make it easier on everybody. So, all right. uh, I want to get into one more topic, and I will do so after this quick commercial break. Brought to you by searchforwardhere.com. 
If you own a business, you know how important it is to get the word out about what you have to offer. I want to tell you about a great online local business directory that will get you the attention you want. It's called searchforthere.com and it's fantastic. At searchforthere.com, multiple discounts are available on their local business directory with lots of great features. They have diamond or silver plans available that can save you tons. The diamond plan includes featured listings and the silver plan includes video as well as other great tools to promote your business. So take advantage of these great deals today and get listed as soon as possible. There are hundreds, even thousands of customers out there just waiting for you to get listed. Searchforthere.com is simply the best local business directory. So whether you own one business or many companies, it doesn't matter. Searchforthere.com is your number one local business directory. You can call them at 253-324-3352 or email them at sales at searchforthere.com. Searchforthere.com. Hi, everybody. I'm D. Wright, CEO of Unapologetic Radio, and you're listening to the Talk to Q Radio Show. No experts, just opinions. Radio show, no experts, just opinions. One last thing I want to bring up, and it's mainly because I'm thinking about, you know, I'm kind of keeping my eye on the um, Golden State Houston uh, Western Conference Finals game. James Harden, James Harden, for those who may not be familiar with him, um, is an all-star basketball player, NBA player. Um, he started his career with the um, Oklahoma City Thunder, if I'm not mistaken. And he, you know, took the money and went to Houston, and he's been a star, you know, arguably the MVP of this season. Well, just recently it was reported that James Harden paid a Houston stripper, a famous stripper by the name of Malia uh, Michael, or Michelle, I don't know how you pronounce her last name, paid her $100,000 for a date. Okay, uh, so you know she flew into town. Like, well, no, she's local, so I guess she, he gave her tickets to the game. And afterwards, they went out. She got the one hundred thousand. She got bottle service at the club, and uh, you know that's what he paid for. Now he's not a stranger to this. He once uh, sponsored this model named Brooke Bailey, and um, he was paying her bills and flying her around and stuff. And he also had paid a model named Jenna Shea to come to his game and wear his jersey. And um, I know he paid her 20000 We talked about that on the show some time ago. So, <laughs> Eminem, I'm going to let you start on this first, man. Dude, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's filthy rich. But how do you feel about him allegedly, and it's coming from a lot of sources, and I'm starting to believe that it's true, allegedly paying for models to – be his date. Well, uh, it sounds like dude got some unsolved issues, and he's 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 like in a time warp. This is like instead of being he, I, 
to me, <clears throat> given those facts or alleged facts, it sounds like he thinks it's 1990-whatever when he was probably in the 7th, 8th grade and maybe one of the ugliest dudes in the school and skinny and shit like that. It's like, now, man, you you filthy rich. I mean, you don't have to do it like that, you know. Um, that's that's uh, that's kind of bizarre, man. $20,000 for somebody to wear their jersey? I mean, that's uh, – I mean, I'm just trying to figure out how – I mean – even with money being on the line, how did it get up to that amount? Because I'm just like, um, I, I know a couple of times over the over the years on the show we had different vixens and different stuff like that. If you just saw the average person fees, you can rent them for a week to advertise a product cheaper than that. So I'm just like, man, you know, what's Not up so with much. that shit? Yeah, why? Why? I mean, on top of just doing it, but why so much? Like, if that's almost like if somebody say, well, you know, I charge blah 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 to sing at weddings or funerals, and somebody just out of the blue offer them something that's quadruple or even more than what that fee is. So, you know, I don't know if he's trying to, you know, prove something to his friends that picked on him or something like that. But, uh, but you know. In the day, I'd have loved to came across that summer gun because, man, I'd have got rich off his ass. Because I'm saying, <laughs> I mean, you would give a chick $20,000 to wear a jersey. Man, shit, when she put them jaws of death on your ass, you're going to come off more than that. <laughs> jaws of death. <laughs> I mean, in his career, he's made $47 million so far in his career. Uh, with $47 million, uh, I mean, hey, yeah, that can buy you a lot. Ahead. Yeah, divide twenty thousand into forty-seven million, right? Quick. I'm trying to see. I mean, how much? How long can he do that shit? Uh, <laughs> I mean, look at it like this, though. I mean, this is a guy that. I, well, I mean, if he's just paying for dates, I mean, that's that's like over 2,300 dates, Eminem. Now, I mean, the average guy, if you gave him $100,000 and he could just buy women, he could break Wilt Chamberlain's record with that 100000 easily. Oh, hell yeah. Easily. Um, man, you go into a housing project, man, shit, Rick Havoc. But, I yep. mean, Ray, what do you think, man? You know, Ray, T.I. said it ain't tricking if you got it. I mean, do you agree with that? No, I disagree, man. I mean, see, no matter how much money I would get, a hundred grand always be a lot of money. And a lot of guys don't don't understand it's it's, it's the principle of the situation. It's just like you can have say I hear say, oh, you know, they want a thousand dollars. Yeah, she's bad and all, but now what that's saying about you if you gotta pay that thousand. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I ain't saying, you know, some women out there not worth that money, but in in his case, you know, it, it's it's it just look, makes you look bad. And I'm gonna tell you the problem with a lot of these guys. You would give that woman a hundred grand for a date, but then you have a brother or sister driving a damn, you know, Fiesta or some shit, and you ain't got no problem with that. <laughs> Yeah. That's a great yeah, point, there, man. And, and you ain't got no problem point. with that, right? You know right. what I'm saying? You got point. cousins and stuff like that that need to go to college, 
and you can't even supply their books or pay their room and board, but you'll pay up one night for $100,000. And still not. That's the problem. Then they say, well, I got the right to live my life the way I want to live it. Okay, well, people are saying family come first, but then you watch the actions. You see what I'm saying? And my thing is, is, you know, I know the chick you're talking about. I think Drake used to mess with her. But yeah. she's bad. Of, I mean, I ain't gonna deny that. Oh, oh yeah, she's bad, but she's a hundred grand bad though. You know what I mean? It, I don't know anybody hundred grand I, bad. Listen, I, I have been to Houston. There are women all over the place in Houston. Now, if you a rich guy, man, you can have twenty grand a year, and you can come up in Houston. Now, you got millions of dollars. You got a house as big as a damn school. How can you lose? How can you lose? Somebody needs to talk to this guy and let him know it's all kinds of undiscovered talent right there in Houston. That man shit or do what you want him to do for $200. And Hell, see, yeah. He wants that name. I think he just wants but, the name. See, 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 this is the deal. All these guys don't understand. If you got that big house, you got that big car, you got all the shit up in there, some girls walk in that house, they do not want to leave. Why in God's name would you be paying some money? For what? I don't know. I don't know. know. Because I feel like you should best be able to walk into a bar and just say, I'm James Harden, and basically get with anything in the bar. Yeah, man, he, he ain't got to say nothing. He can go to the dentist and get his mouth wired up. He ain't got to say nothing. Right. I mean, Bonita Applebaum didn't deliver right. Face. He ain't got to say nothing. Uh, or Crystal, you know, let me get your... <laughs> let me get your opinion on it, Crystal, because, uh, I mean... Now, for as far as she's concerned, it's a great deal. She can't beat that. I mean, that's just awesome for her. That's right. But, mm-hmm. I mean, she, how can he do this and not feel any shame? Well, uh, first of all, props to her. Make that money. Don't let it make you. Uh, number two, <laughs> for James, I have to say, I have to agree. I'm not sure who said that, but I have to agree with the fact that um, he could be it's, – Coming from that severe um, low self-esteem where he doesn't oh, realize. Okay, yeah, see, it's everything I like. You know, because I'm looking at his picture and I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. You know, he's younger. He's probably not that attractive. And I'm not feeling this stupid-ass beard he got going on, but that's me. But, um, you know, they um, – you know, they have this kind of like a bad kind of image of themselves. And not every guy who looks like him has that image. I mean, there's some guys who are far uglier who really should have that image of themselves, but they don't. Uh, <laughs> right. And, and like, they're broke. Wow. And they're broke. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, some some that I've met aren't broke and that they're just ugly as hell. But, you know, they're very confident in themselves. But right. anyway, um, but it doesn't matter. The fact is, Apparently, I mean, he has to have some sort of severe self-esteem issues to do this because, and let me tell you something, I can, I can see this type of um, conversation that he had with the, the girl 
And I'm sure she was sitting there going, okay, um, shit, 50000 uh, maybe 100000 You know, she was just like right. shit out there. And he was like, yeah. He was like, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> She's she like, I should have asked for 200000 Right. She probably did it for twenty or ten. You know, whatever. I mean, but if you're willing to pay that, I mean, he probably came in there going, I'll give you $100,000 if you would go. You know, uh-huh. it's like, Seriously, man? Yeah, he, that's a super trick, boy. Right. Hey, <laughs> and, the, and to make it worse than that, Amber Rose says she loves James Harden. Now, she's going to give it to you I am, for free. Yeah. Amber Rose. Now, people say what they want, but Amber Rose, man, goodness gracious. And you want <laughs> But if I'm, if I'm Amber woman, now, I raise the price. Come on, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, I get the price on that. But but that's the thing though. That's his that's his issue, and that's unfortunate that he has such a horrible, you know, image of himself. Because yeah, he doesn't have to do that. Because let me tell you something. There are women who are dying to be a basketball wife for real, and they got a plan. And someone like him, oh hell yeah, you are a target because you're not that yeah. attractive. So you know that you're going to be all over me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So all I have to do is cater to your ego that you probably haven't had catered to until now. So I'm in like when, you know, but the thing is, he is so, I mean, this is just a bad image. I'm sure his boys are probably just talking about him. I don't even know. Yeah, I think his boys are doing the same the thing. Cake. No. Uh, no. I don't, I don't a lot of that's these new school guys, though, for you. You know, they think it's all right to do certain things instead of saying, oh, $100,000 to him is like, you know, 50 to, to, to us or something. And you feel like it ain't going to make him or break him, but at the same time, it, it's, gonna it's break the principle him. behind it all. Yeah. It's no, going to ultimately he, break he, him. He's he, he still going to make money hand over fist. He and is, but not, if his not. spending habits don't change, he's going to eventually run out of money because he can't play forever. No, man. If he's paying 100000 for dates, what else is he paying for? Yeah, yeah man. Exactly. He's exactly. so far ahead of the game. All right, put it this way. If you got $20 mil in the bank, how much you getting them back off of interest? A loan, a half a million a year or something like that? I don't know. I'm pretty sure uh, Jamarcus Russell Time for sixty million, and he was broken. What four years? Hey, but see, they hey, don't get that money all at once. Right? You know, hey, he, you don't have sixty if, million if, sitting in his if, bank if, account. If 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 I could meet James Harden, I said, look, man, let's trade places for one day, and I, I want you to watch how I do this. I'm like, now who this bitch you paid a hundred thousand dollars? I said, now watch this right here. I'm finna go out in this city. I'm gonna get this girl's exact dimensions. Her skin tone, her height, and everything. And I said, I'm going to find 10 motherfuckers that look just like that, and they're going to be jocking for free once they realize that this is James Harden. Now, I'm just like, you know, that's one thing about America. I, I will say, America, we have such a variety here. Everybody has a fucking doppelganger. It's like a lookalike for every damn actress or star that you could imagine. You know, unless somebody got some kind of string augmentation or something, but you know, whatever it is that you're attracted to, you can find it. And I I, I ain't trying to be funny, but most of the time you can find it, you know, right. in a housing project. You know, if, you, if you, I'm just saying, it's it's there. 
Like, damn, man. Like, shit. Well, you know, I hope let you me, don't uh, have a baby tea. I don't. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> I like that. James Hardy, he gets to fail. He gets to fail. I, 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 that's just like, that's just flat out sad. Yeah. And um, Amanda, you and Buck, y'all can address it in your final thoughts. Um, let's see, but there isn't a live show. There's not a live show tomorrow, but there is a, a podcast. I have a Q on one with the um, the unstoppable Frankie Picasso, who is a solution specialist, and we'll discuss the, all the obstacles she overcame in life, and there were quite a few. And we'll also discuss how people can refocus and reset their lives. So that's tomorrow at 10 p.m. Eastern on the Talk to Q Radio Show, a special Q on One podcast edition. Next Tuesday at the normal time, we're talking food. We'll discuss our food, likes and dislikes, favorite, most hated restaurants, and more. May 26th at 10 p.m. Eastern. All brought to you by TruthDevour.com, LiquidLifeDrops.us, and SearchForItHere.com. Final thoughts. Amanda, I will start with you and uh, just give your final thoughts on the evening, and you can comment on James Harden if you want. Great show. Enjoyed hearing everybody's uh, thoughts tonight about hunting and uh, just the different topics we had tonight. Um, Regarding James Harden, um, I agree with Crystal about the beard. I feel like, you know, he needs to shave it, but I guess it's part of his persona. I I feel like it's it's stupid to spend that type of money on a date. But, you know, on the flip side of that, he may just be a man who knows what he wants and he would pay whatever it takes to get what he wants. Maybe that's what it is. But I'm I'm more inclined to believe what everybody else said that he just has like self esteem issues because I I just can't see it. I it's not too many things I would spend that kind of money on. I mean, it's a few, and maybe the things I would spend the money on, Crystal wouldn't or Ray wouldn't or whatever. So I guess we all have different things we're we're willing to go a little crazy over, but it's kind of embarrassing to me um, to spend that type of money on a date. You know, it kind of makes you look a little desperate. So You would think. Just just my just my opinion on that, but um, once again, enjoyed everybody, and I hope everybody has a great rest of the week and a great uh, Memorial Day weekend. Thank you very much, Mel. I appreciate it. Glad to have you back on. But great show tonight. Um, you know, love the topics that we you know touched on tonight. Um, as far as James Harden go, man. It's pretty bad that you know you got to spend this kind of money just for a date. Um, that's he's definitely got some issues going on there, uh, whether they be self-esteem or what have you. Um, there's plenty of. I mean, it's good to have plenty of money, but this is one of the reasons why we get talked about sometimes because we do dumbass shit like this. I mean, it's good to you know have money and spend it on whatever you want to spend it on, but it's, you got to do it, do it smart. And when we do it. We, you know, it's all right for some, maybe some other ethnicities to ethnicities to spend money the way they spend it. But when we spend it stupidly, we're the ones that get picked on for it. So that's a good point. If it was a Saudi Arabian that, prince, nobody would say anything. Yeah, yeah, but so, they're all you need to you, on, But you you gonna stop playing ball? That's the only difference. That's our, our yeah. So the thing is, he need he really needs to use use common sense 
when you you know spending that type of money. You know that money he spent on that date, he could have used in you know trying to you know broaden his portfolio. His for you know make you know making sure his you know portfolio is tight so when he retires. Now I don't want to be reading about this bastard when he ret- retires from basketball and he's broke and sitting on the street corner. You're gonna be thinking about that damn money you threw away on that fucking date. So, and I guarantee you know, she won't donate it back. <laughs> damn right. Yeah, no. So. As far as James Harden, you better start, you know, spending your money wisely and stop doing dumbass shit, stupid motherfucker. Anyway, just had to get that out. Get that out, man. Talk me about my shit, you know. So I had to get it out. Okay. But anyway, great, great show as always, and everybody have a good night. Great Memorial Day weekend coming up, and uh, looking forward to it. Y'all have a good night. Thank you, sir. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, hunting as a sport, or if you're hunting for, you know, what you like to eat. I mean, as long as you're not uh, killing animals that's extinct, I don't think it's really a a problem (laughs) with it. You know. Hey, but like I say, there's enough money out there for them to get to go. (laughs) You know what I mean? And, you know, PETA and people like that, you know, they really don't too much care no more than nobody else. It's just that, you know, it's money in it for them. Like I told you before, I hand out turkeys all day. If I could bring in $100,000 and and put 25000 in my pocket every week, I could talk that shit too and say, yeah, we need to do this, we need to do that. Yeah, but at the end of the day, look how you didn't come up. That's what people don't look at. All you, you, you reverence and everything. You're on TV. Yeah, you're doing good. But you lie in your own pocket. So, I mean, I think if people want to hunt, they should be able to do that as long as, you know, like I said, they're not killing up endangered species or anything like that. As far as Harden goes, man, you know, it's real disappointing. I like him as an athlete. I thought he was a pretty good young man, but... You know, some people just don't understand what position they're in. And, you know, you pay in rats this kind of money. See, a lot of these strippers and stuff, they ain't nothing but rats. They just had nice bodies and turned into something else. You know, shoot, man, you come through in, in a, a Escalade or something. You know what I mean? Guys riding around in nice cars. They ain't even working or living at home or whatever. But they knocking out girls every week, and they ain't got sense enough to realize you ain't got nothing but a nice ride in the car. You didn't get nothing from the dude. You didn't get fed. But it's a, it's a market out there for that. So you got the house, the crib. You can go to Hawaii. You can go anywhere you want and take the girl with you to spend that kind of money. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And I mean... Yeah, you got it to spend, but it's the principle. And, you know, it's, it's just real disappointing because I don't like to see females getting over on guys like that. But, you know, they always will as long as guys had minds like he got. So, you know, you just got to pray for him and hope that he can find him a, a good woman because there are some that probably wouldn't want to take his money from him, but... When you lead with that, 
that's what you're going to have to keep on leading with. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's going to be it for him. Right. And, he, you know, he leads with his personality. So, good show. Wish we could talk some sports or something, but y'all have a good night. All right. I appreciate it, man. And if he can't find uh, if he can't find a good woman, I hope he at least find one that's on sale. But uh, Amanda, uh, let's see, I already got you right. Let's see, Crystal. All right. Well, um, so if he's wondering, I'm I'm giving a special this week for <laughs> only fifty thousand, fifty percent off. You know, What's a Memorial Memorial Day. Was Weekend special. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> anyway, um, very good show. I'm sorry I came in a little late, and um, so I didn't get to talk about the hunting, which I don't think I had much to offer that. I don't hunt, um, at least not legally, and I don't um, don't know any guys who hunt legally. So, <laughs> anyway, um, another movie is Deliverance. Remember Deliverance? Yeah. Pig, boy. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was a very disturbing movie for me. But um, yeah, it was, yeah, that ain't wrong turn. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you <laughs> talk about a that wrong turn. And that was yeah. that was enough. That yeah. Once and that was enough. Anyway, but um, <laughs> talk about partying, of course, it was just it's just horrible. I do hope that he does kind of get turned around before he meets, you know, a woman who's, I'm sure, who are already on them right now. I mean, the vultures are cued in right. to him right now. But um, it's a shame. But hopefully he will continue his career before he goes broke because we hear about it all the time. These guys going broke because the money yeah. is not all at once. It, it, you know, it's a contract. It's over time. If you break your knee or your ankle, you're out or whatever, you know. So anything can happen. So yeah, you know, I mean, he'll please. get his his contract right now is guaranteed up to 2017, um, as far as 100. percent So he has another 31 million coming his way. But like you said, if he does get hurt, then it's going to stop at that 31 million, you know. Which I mean, yeah, that'll put him over 60 million. But by the same token, people have spent more. Oh yeah, I mean, you spend more. He's, you know, you spend more on Antoine Walker, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson, right? Yeah, spend more on, on, you know, family, of course, your entourage. You spend money on that stupid house you live in, and all that cost. You know, people think, oh, yeah, I got millions of dollars to buy a house, but you have to pay for the electricity and the utilities just like everybody else you have and to the insurance upkeep up maintenance, the maintenance. Right. right i mean just day to day stuff so anyway so hopefully somebody will grab his ass <laughs> and um who doesn't give a shit about him cutting him off and tell him the real deal and you know that he needs to chill out but okay. anyway good show and uh, everybody have a great weekend and um see you next week Thank you, Chris Stow. And Eminem, shut it down. Oh, man. Uh, fantastic show. Uh, I'll start with the hunting first. Uh, yeah, I guess it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. Uh, hunting, you know, different parts of the country one time was a way of life because a lot of times people actually depended on it. So now it's almost like, you know, 
Uh, some people it's a sport and all that, but I, I just hate to see uh, people abuse stuff, you know, just um, killing just to kill, no kind of nothing to it, just, just doing it, just fucking up something. But, uh, you know, other than that, you know, pretty much, it, you know, it is what it is. It's something that's been, been around since the dawn of man, really, since man mm-hmm. first started eating meat. So, uh, you know, I don't see that going away no time soon. James Harden, man, I I don't even know where to start with this. But I will give him a brief math lesson. And uh, if there are other millionaires out there who want to try it, you can take $100,000, right? $100,000 shouldn't equal a date with one woman. If you're going to trick, this is how you trick. You could take $100,000, and you should equal 100000 Oh, hold on, see. A hundred thousand is what? Ten thousand thousands? Is that right? A thousand thousands. Ten hundred. A hundred thousand is a hundred. Is a hundred thousands. It's a hundred thousand, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. You shouldn't have not. If you're gonna spend that kind of money, you should have been knocked off a of hundred chicks, different ones. If you're gonna Minimum. go out like that. Minimum, right? You know, if you're going to go out like that, you should have a whole lot to show for it. You know, but I don't know, man. I, I think this dude got some serious self-esteem issues. Because there's a lot of dudes that, that blow money, but still, 20 grand just to wear your jersey? You know, you got hoes that do that free just to be on TV and shit. I'm like, I don't understand. I'm talking about stars damn near do that. You know, just for the hell of it. Like, okay, make up some shit. Like, oh, well, this is for my charity back in my hometown. Will you put this jersey on? Sure. You know, like, this nigga ain't got no game, man. I, I mean, that's what happened when kids grow up, you know, not – well, clearly he plays sports because he played – you know, he's a basketball player. But I don't understand what happened. You you know, you, you read too much. You, you know, you play with your dick too long or something. I'm like, damn, man, like, what happened? <laughs> you know, like, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I know he's not – deep into some kind of religion, I don't guess, because, I mean, it seemed like he wouldn't be doing that at all anyway. So uh, I think he has some serious issues, and I would be concerned to be his neighbor if he wasn't rich. Because if he was a broke dude, man, I don't tell what's going through his mind, you know. So uh, I don't know. Hopefully he can get some help. Ain't no healing like sexual healing. So, you know, he get a little free pussy, then he'll slow down on that kind of shit. So I, I, I hope so. But who's going to give it to him for free at this point? I, I mean, even the common well, one yeah, from I, McDonald's would be like, look, James, I know you got a reputation. You got to right, come off right. at least $250. Right. Hey, man, where's this boy's mom at? She need to come out of the woodworks to come off the side right and slap this beard off his face. Yeah, she need to do him like a those girls in Baltimore did her son. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. But, but <laughs> he needs saving. Man. I mean, okay. that's that's a super trick, man. That's like, you yeah. know, him doing that is, I thought the dumbest I ever seen was uh, Chad Triac. Johnson uh, uh, marrying uh, Evelyn, but this, this tops that. I was like, shit. And again, as far as uh, Malia's concerned, I ain't mad at him. Now, I, just, I ain't mad at hey, him. The only thing I'm mad about is, you know, she independent, man, because, man, she would have she put a pimp in the game with that kind of trick. God, what do we get for ten dollars? I need something to say. What do you get for a hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> all right, I appreciate right, it, everyone. Ten dollars, all you need, man. Ten dollars. <laughs> 
And uh, go ahead and shut this down. I appreciate it. <laughs> glad to have as many show legends on as we did this evening. And uh, for those who missed the show last night, Eminem, what did we hear? Eight shots last night? About eight shots coming from your crib? Oh, yeah, your, man. That was some crazy shit, man. Uh, yeah. Man, that was so, some crazy shit. Any cops it's ever show pretty- up? Yeah, nah, nobody never came, man. So I guess mm-hmm. it wasn't no. I got up this morning. I didn't see nobody dead in the street or nothing. So I guess they probably went in the woods and died and shit. Nah. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So my thanks to uh, TruthDevour dot com, SearchForitHere dot com, and LiquidLifeDrops dot us. Big thanks to my show legends for holding it down participating on the show. The upcoming show schedule can be found at TalkToQ.com. If you want to hear previous shows, then subscribe to me on iTunes or Stitcher Radio and get caught up. Everyone have a great night. Happy Memorial Day. Talk to you on Tuesday. Don't forget the podcast tomorrow. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Because you got a problem with me, you can have your phone up, baby. I don't care about it. What you tell us this is that, nigga? Call it, go ahead. Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live.